Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week, we watched the Sam Levinson-directed film starring Zendaya and John David Washington in the Netflix original, Malcolm and Marie. And we are rolling here on Mainstream Boys, once again with Spencer wearing his sweatshirt. Anyway, uh, do you ever wash that sweatshirt is my next question. Oh, yeah, of course. Actually, this is my first time taking it out of the clean clothes bin. and Just, bam, put it on. And, wash it over the weekend. So it smells like uh, maybe some Tide or what kind of what kind of detergent do you use? Or does Brooke do your laundry? No, I, I do the laundry, but she does fold because she's awesome. But, um, no, I actually have no idea what the uh, detergent is. I need that she, back in my she, life. She sometimes, uh, sometimes Chokey does my la- or folds my laundry. Very nice. I can't fold laundry. Like I tried, I, and I just have never been able to learn. I just it's very that. difficult. Sometimes I'm in the mood. I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna match my socks and That's stuff. Okay, but... I can fold it, but that, that, okay, you just nailed the uh, what it is. Yeah, I, I, the motivation to sit there and fold, I just don't have. But I mean, it is nice to put on a movie, put on something in the background. You know, I usually, I have to have laundry. something. I can't just that's what I didn't sit there and do laundry. <laughs> I think that's why we all did in college. Yeah. yeah, we just put on a movie and just folded laundry. Yeah, yeah it was it was a uh, the whole floor. All thirty of us got together and and just folded our laundry together and watched like fucking Dora the Explorer the movie. Welcome, Spencer. Back to mainstream boys. I'm glad you're still joining me. I'm I feel very lucky to not be doing this by myself. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody has to watch the new release movies every week, and I you know I, it's us. I, Exactly, and we have to watch these movies, especially movies like, you know, Malcolm and Marie. You know, yeah. Oh, spoiler: we are talking about Malcolm and Marie this week. But if you oh, click sorry. on our podcast, you probably know that. But yeah, somebody's got to watch them. So uh, this is the show where me and Spencer get together every single week. Uh, we grab a big bucket of popcorn and we bring some candy in the movie theater. Maybe some raisinets, maybe some milk duds, maybe some snow caps, maybe a soft pretzel. Something like that. Dip it in some mustard, possibly, potentially. Maybe some honey mustard. Or that fake uh, liquid cheese that you should not be eating or put in your body. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, you know what? But you're at the you're at the <laughs> movies, so you might as well just. Yeah. Just you're watching it. Star Wars Episode Nine. Like, you might as well just yeah. eat the worst things possible. You're already a piece of shit for spending $20 on a movie ticket. You might as well ruin your body at, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, that's what we do. Uh, nowadays, we sit down, watch the newest VOD movie releases, streaming, maybe Quibi, uh, Peacock, uh, Shudder, maybe, if it's a horror film. Ooh, spooky. And uh, we just sit at home, take our pants off, put our feet up, and watch Bella Thorne movies. So here we are, talking about the new release films. This week, we're talking about Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> You are by far the most excruciating, difficult, stubbornly obnoxious woman I've ever met in my entire life. I fucking love you. Oh, he's so sensitive. He's romantic. But he's sweet, right? Well, I mean, yeah. When he's not being an emotional fucking terrorist. Oh. <laughs> I love the way you see the world, Marie. Yeah, and this is Malcolm and Marie, 2021 film, came out on Netflix, rated R, 
uh, an hour and 45 minutes long. It's actually the first movie to be fully uh, filmed from start to finish during the pandemic. So that's, that's I guess, if you want to look at that as a positive, I think I will. That's, I mean, at least movies are still being made. That's, that's good. Um, although this is shot all in one location, so it's kind of pandemic friendly if you want to look at it that way. Yeah, I read somewhere that they didn't have a first AD, a script supervisor, uh, some of kind of like the key roles that are normally on a film production or tv show uh but yeah they had to obviously reduce the crew and it's just two actors um literally so they did yeah, what they can and yeah so there you go um it actually is in theaters right now as well if you want to check it out in theaters brave the pandemic uh has a 6.8 to imdb and a 58 percent critical rating on rotten tomatoes 76 audience so it fairly split right down the middle for the most part but anyway a filmmaker returns home with his girlfriend following a celebratory movie premiere as he awaits what's sure to be imminent critical and financial success. The evening suddenly takes a turn as revelations about their relationships begin to surface, testing the strength of their love. Marital problems, dude. Yeah, and I was... Uh, yeah. Nate, are you here? Where's Nate? Nate? Because oh, this don't is... say his name three times. Because then I, I don't want to. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll survive the evening if I do Just, that. Yeah. God damn it. I fucking hate you sometimes, dude. You fucking suck. Yes, dude. Let's fucking go. All right. It wasn't going to be it wasn't going to be right if Nate wasn't here for this movie. How we uh doing, oh, fellas? Hey, it completely up, changes the dynamic. I don't even know how to do this right. Oh, that's okay. Neither do I, but I'm just gonna wing it. Anyways, here we are. Mal- Mal- here we are. Malcolm and Marie, starring John David Washington, who plays Malcolm, not Marie, plays Malcolm. He's from Black Klansman. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, we also have Zendaya, twenty-four years old, playing Marie from Spider-Man: The Greatest Showman, which I fucking love. Probably my second favorite movie of twenty seventeen, I believe. And most recently, Euphoria, which is one of those shows that just absolutely blew me away. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so going into this movie, I was actually pretty excited for it just because I was thinking, like, damn, it would be cool to see Zendaya, who's just been, like, amazing in Euphoria, to give, like, an Oscar-worthy performance. And then Spencer was like, Malcolm and Marie. I'm like, what? What's Malcolm and Marie? But yeah, I was, uh, I'm a really big fan of her. I think she's one of those, like, rising stars. If you've seen my top ten list, she's she's number one on there um, of people who I think is going to get an Oscar someday. And also John David Washington was really good in Black Klansman. Haven't seen Tenet yet, but he's definitely a, a supreme talent he's great and, in tenant um, he's he okay he's, he leads the yeah, film he so proves that he can so. do like a lead in action movie like no problem that's he's phenomenal so awesome. far and For also sure. with sam levinson behind this writing and directing i think he's a really good writer although he definitely explores some very dark themes um i think he's able to create some pretty layered and fascinating characters he does that in euphoria and I think he ended up kind of transitioning it into this film as well. But initial thoughts, I'm going to kind of shoot it over to Nate because I was very unexpected to see him here. So, uh, Nate, what was your initial thoughts on Malcolm and Marie? I was, I, I could tell, from, I'm just saying from the opening shot, I knew what I was in for and I, 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 was, I was prepared. I love movies like this that are very self-contained and like a one sort of span type of thing. And holy crap, this movie was a verbal boxing match. Holy crap, like some of the most vicious monologues I've ever heard, but they were given and performed 
perfectly by two up and coming big stars that are going to become bigger. And whew, it was, it was a film. It took your breath away a little bit. Listening to these people go back and forth with each other. Yeah. It, and it, there, there were some things. Yeah, but we'll get into it. But it was, I, I was impressed. What about you? Uh, uh, Patriot sweatshirt over there. Yeah. Me, little ducky. Uh, I'm, I'm a little mixed on the movie. Um, and I was kind of curious to see where this discussion was going to go, uh, to see where my opinion would either change or, you know, keep stay the same because I was looking forward to it. I've heard Zendaya and John David Washington, uh, gave phenomenal performances from those who saw it a little bit earlier. Um, and, uh, the black and white cinematography was intriguing and, uh, I liked movies that are all like self-contained, like Nate said, I don't know, just, I guess my issue with this movie was, I found it so repetitive. It's an hour and 46 minutes, but the movie literally felt like a two hour and 45 minute film. I don't know why. Just for me, it just dragged. And I think that was because of the structure of like, they fight, they make up, 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 they fight, they make up. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of drove me nuts. But the monologues were fucking amazing, especially delivered by Zendaya and John David Washington. They're given phenomenal performances. So like I'm mixed because I liked a lot of things about it, but I also was kind of irritated by a lot of other things about it. So I don't know. I'm mixed right now. Hmm. Yeah. I, I can I see where both of you guys are coming from. I think that this film really does had some, I mean, first off dialogue is written very well. I think it, it reveals a lot about these characters where they, they kind of just like go back to past events and stuff and how John David Washington is seen to kind of just like neglect Zendaya throughout the relationship. And they, they definitely love each other, but they are, have a lot of serious problems with each other um, in their relationship. But yeah, I do agree, Spencer. I think that when it came to their arguments, like it was like they were, they were fighting so much. There was so much sexual tension. They were good. And then all of a sudden, one of them would just be like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we're going down this hole again. Like, no. It's like, I was like, oh my up. God, finally. Okay, they're finally going to make up and maybe they'll yeah. have some more mac and cheese or something. <laughs> no. Okay. That scene, when, that scene actually. I, I already don't like mac and cheese. This mac didn't help. Cheese. This yeah. did not help me. I that was like, was I think I ate mac and cheese on the same day like i made some of that uh, cheese annie's pretty solid by the way if you throw oh, some nice. butter in there um, exactly I, like i said i told you that is the best one the it is it is really good i can't yeah. lie so i agree with spencer with the repetitiveness and it wasn't for me so much on that it was the fact that they went to such extremes on both scale like it wasn't it didn't feel like it flowed as much it went super extreme and yelling and screaming at each other to loving and kissing and whatnot. So much of that, that felt repetitive to me. It's almost like they were just trying to just do little things to piece it all together. And it all just, it was hard to piece together, really. It was just because it, you, they were saying the same thing the entire time. They just kept reverting back to the beginning. Yeah, Um. I, I think... I mean, the arguments that do seem repetitive, but every new argument does reveal a lot of new information. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh right. my God, this happened. This is why she's acting like this, especially the part where he's like, I couldn't choose you for the film or something. And it really got into detail about like 
the other person that played the role and then Wizen Day wanted to play the role and like mm-hmm. just a lot of information in there that really added a lot to the plot because you don't leave this house everything that you're learning about these characters is from their conversations or yelling arguments screaming matches it was fascinating to listen to but also aggravating mm-hmm. just right. to just to Very. try to make it through it and hope that they can make up and when all said and done i don't think they got anywhere i feel like the very next day they're gonna have the same arguments all over again so yeah that is a spoiler question i did want to ask so i mean if you haven't seen this movie yet this is kind of a spoiler question because it's not really answered it's kind of you know just presented like do you think they stay together yes i I don't. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't. Think even they though they know they're gonna keep fighting and go and making up, like they, they accept that that's probably gonna be the relationship. But like. But yeah, but what they is. set out to do, like they they literally just gave each other basically a clean slate. Is what I got from it. They ripped each other apart. Every single detail about any possibility of what could have happened. And they just found these different things to argue about, and I think it brings them closer together. Like this was my kind of movie. That still shot at the beginning. I knew ex- <laughs> marital problems. I I knew ex- what exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. Just the car and the way they presented the credits and everything that felt really classic. Like it was a black and white movie from the fifties that just did the credits and then the story rolled the film the way i like the way it was stylized too i like the black and white it didn't bother me i think it definitely added to the movie um it had an, an elegance to it the characters were really they were really well articulated so i think it just kind of worked in their favor to have this kind of black and white color tone color palette i like the cinematography as well i thought that the lighting and the framing was on point uh, like there were some great shots in this film, uh, especially with what they had to work with. They're all in one single location during a pandemic, like nevertheless. Uh, and they were shooting, I think, over the course of three or four weeks, and like they're all just staying at this house. So they they had a ton of time to rehearse and rehearse. And that is another thing that kind of did bother me is the movie did feel very rehearsed, very stage play. But I know that's obviously that probably like the intention, um, because the movie is trying to present just how amazing Would be better as a play. Like who's yeah, I'm sure it'd be a phenomenal Wolf. play. It'd probably be a really good play. Because it, 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 it works as a play. You, know, you can easily yeah. do it. Um, yeah, it'd be probably entertaining. Because the monologues are great. I mean, that's the thing about like, the rewatchability. I don't know. I, I don't think I could ever watch this movie again. Other than like seeing it for the performances and like some technical aspects. I don't think it could actually happen. Because uh, it doesn't seem like it's it's going to based on some of the nominations already. But both John David Washington and Zendaya I could easily see getting in for Best Lead Actor and Best Lead Actress. I think that is the biggest highlight of this movie is just them showcasing how amazing they are at acting, especially John David Washington mm-hmm. and Zendaya. I mean, both of them. <laughs> They're just phenomenal. And like I can't wait to see where their careers are going to go next. Like that's Seeing what they can do here, yeah. it's amazing. And that's what you do when you get a positive review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know and, th- yeah. and that's the thing there were some i mean the monologues are great it was all dialogue but i really just i was blown away and annoyed at the same time but like you can't you you can't ignore how amazing these actors are in this yeah. situation just i mean and they are given an incredible script in terms of dialogue maybe not an overall story arc but the way that uh levinson is able to write characters is is really really good he does the same thing in euphoria and I need to check out the most recent episode on Hunter Shaver's character. But the most recent one with Rue, Zendaya's character, 
a lot like this one. It's just it's one location. It's just it's fascinating. It really There's is some the way that parallels with her character as well. Like I okay. Once they noticed, once they went down that road, I was kind of like really, but it's uh, the oh, same. Well. It it I, yeah. I almost felt like this is the same character, but yeah. like seven years later or something. That's something that yes. like. I was like, really? He's just obsessed with these damaged, broken people, and like, I have no issue with that. It's, I think it's interesting. It's very, it's very interesting to kind of break down those type of people because a lot of people can relate. But, I mean, damn, Zendaya brings a lot to this movie, and John David Washington as well. So, I've had some relationships where there's been some pretty rocky back and forths, and I thought it was pretty authentic. Like, it went kind of extreme, but where they were coming from, like as people made sense and it felt really authentic they made a lot of good points and i think they certainly laid it out they laid it all out on the table especially john david washington's character they both did to be honest but uh yeah i i personally have never <laughs> are we talking if i'm have a screaming match like this with a significant other no i don't th- <laughs> i don't think i have no. not to this not in this way uh maybe when i'm older i mean well maybe not as on a though. grand scale but like the way <laughs> you go like you fight, you make up, and then like ten minutes later, you fight again, and it's just like a never-ending sure. thing. And I, and unfortunately, I think it is really part of a relationship. So maybe this is true to reality. Like I think a lot of people will go through something like this because you know a person so well, you're gonna bring out the worst things. Yeah. You're gonna talk about the worst things that are gonna hurt them, but you still love them. It's like, so yeah. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of truth to this as well. It's uh, I think a lot of I think a lot of people will really like this movie and think it's like a masterpiece of filmmaking and others are going to hate it and that's, that's well it is getting a lot of backlash um i think mainly people are kind of frustrated with the director because they're oh. saying that he's kind of lashing out at critics that attacked his uh pre- previous film oh, and really? so i guess he takes direct jabs at certain people um and he's using these characters to do it and i guess some people took offense to that i don't really i just read i just kind of read into it a little bit too much and i was like okay i gotta stop i gotta not go down this rabbit hole because i don't really care i'm trying to look at the film itself <laughs> but overall i mean yeah I, I'm, a, I'm still a little mixed on it i i did like a lot of things about it mainly the performances uh, i did like the cinematography and um yeah they were able to make some compelling characters it's really a tough one because it seems like there's just a lot missing from it like i don't i don't know but there's also so much to take in at the same time it's it's a tough one for me nate what would your what would your final thoughts be on this film i kind of wish we at least saw some of what transpired before this took place to kind of put it into context because it could have been like if we saw something at the premiere like maybe zendaya's reaction or john david washington giving a speech maybe we'd get some insight into how it sounded and we could visualize it but since we couldn't but it was still cool like the way he shot it that was one takes that went back and forth that was really interesting i just thought the back and forths were a little too extreme too nice and like Spencer said, it got a little repetitive, even though it did get the story going. I, there was no point where I was really bored because all of their arguments were so convincing and they all made sense. And just two performances that these two are definitely going to hopefully be Oscar winners someday. So, yeah. And John David Washington, like, and I know they you probably shouldn't do this comparing actors to their parents and whatnot. I saw a lot of Denzel in there, but just in a different 
modern twist like when he was giving that rant voice for me yeah or yeah the way he delivers some of his like really impactful moments where he's doing the positive review amazing yeah it was when he's reading when he's reading the review that was it was a highlight and watching zendaya react she's just like (laughs) oh yeah yeah okay i wanted more of that too like (laughs) that more of like kind of humor back and forth that was the best part of the relationship he's like he's freaking out he's being so mean and stuff but at the same time she's just like yeah i'm used to this like it's probably right on the dresser if you check this room whatever he's like i don't fucking know god malcolm it's on the table (laughs) besides some of the little flaws i still had a really good time with this movie and uh, I didn't know anything about it going in, but with that opening shot, it kind of sold me. Solid four out of five because the performances drove it. And I love a film with like bad relationships. Marital drama. Yeah. Even though if they're married, they're, yeah. relationship drama. Exactly. <laughs> Despite some of my negatives, I think overall, even though if it didn't work for me entirely, I still we'll get it to fresh. So I'm going to go three out of five. It's, it's a, it's a good movie. And that's mainly because of the talent that's on display here with Zendaya and John David Washington. I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Uh, and, and even Sam Levinson, uh, I can't wait for you for your season two. I am excited to see that. I haven't seen the little holiday special episodes that they did. Um, last couple of months, uh, they released those. I haven't seen those yet, but I'm excited to check those out. I heard they're really good, but yeah, I don't know. This it's, I'm intrigued, but I didn't like it overall. So yeah, three three out of five. I really do have a profound appreciation for this type of subject matter. I think when it revolves around like drug addiction and stuff like that, like I I, I really think it's it's a it's a tough topic to really explore. But Sam Levinson really dives deep and and explores it in a really unique and uh, realistic way. And I think he does a really good job with that. Zendaya. John David Washington are just really, really good. And they, they take the script and use these monologues to the fullest potential. I think some scenes in particular, my favorite one was with Zendaya when she's basically acting as the character in the film and you don't even know it. That was, yeah. That, was, that blew me yeah. away. I was like, I, I had the same Scary. look on my face that John David Washington. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. That's oh, yeah. acting. That's like an inception of acting talent right there. That was, that was spectacular. So, there's a lot of things to really appreciate with this movie. I think when it comes to Sam Levinson, maybe he doesn't know how to fully round out a film quite yet. But there's a lot of really incredible stuff here. I don't know if they're going to get nominated for an Oscar. I I hope so. But maybe with the backlash from this film's getting, I don't know, man. I hope so. We'll see. I'm going to go three and a half out of five. I think it was it was definitely solid. But I don't know if I could put myself through it again. I don't know if I could. So this I had a hundred percent when it, uh, the embargo lifted a couple of weeks ago, and it stayed like at a hundred percent for the first like twenty or thirty reviews. And I was like, okay, great, I'm gonna watch it. And then just this weekend, after checking it out, I saw when I was putting the notes together for you, fifty eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. Like it yeah, went down, it, oh, it kind of plummeted. Wow, just like a GameStop stock. So I, hmm. no, true, no. <laughs> Let us know what you think of Malcolm and Murray or Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. I with, like that uh, show. Me with too. Dewey and Reese and uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Band. I used to watch the show all the time. Good show. Whatever happened to Frankie Muniz? A, a clip man. randomly okay? popped oh. up uh, from that show of like Brian Cranston and the Dewey kid like building like a Lego like <laughs> fortress, and then like Dewey takes it way too seriously and like becomes like a full on dictator, and like it scares the shit out of Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with my son? <laughs> like, what is going on? Why is he executing the children of the town? Kids. Oh my god. We're dude. free. It's so funny. We're finally free. <laughs> it is. It is a good show. I wonder if Frankie Muniz like hangs out with all the other like washed up actors like 
Amanda Bynes, uh, Lindsay uh, Lohan, yeah, Jamie Lynn Spears, Ariana Grande. Ooh. Ariana Grande. I wouldn't put her with Jamie Lynn Spears, but I would. maybe someday. I don't know. <laughs> that is going to do it for this week. That is Malcolm and Marie with Zendaya and John David Washington, directed by Sam Levinson. But next week, we do have a few other films that we're going to be talking about. Spencer, what might those be? Uh, yeah, so next weekend, apparently, Minari is going to come out on a virtual screening room, so that would is, that is one to check out. And also, Judas and the Black Messiah, HBO Max. Uh, so, some mainstream films, some Oscar contention. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. These uh, movies look like some, some good ones. Could be fun, guys. Well, join us every single Monday on Mainstream Boys, but we do also have two other shows. Since Nate's here, I'm going to let him talk about his. Well, now they will be uh, hearing about a show that's fun and exciting. And if you like physical media, come on around to Collector's Corner, where we talk about all forms of physical media. And we do it by taking a deep dive into our own physical media collections. Uh, Check it out. Every Wednesday, uh, it's Spencer's week. I think Collector's Corner is the best show, too. But I think you should still watch Mansion Boys. Spencer, what's the other show we have? Yeah, we also have uh, the main show. I guess the flagship show, as we should all say, since it's what started us. Uh, it is the Those Movie Dudes podcast show. So we talk about three films we have never seen before, typically critically acclaimed films. Uh, and we have some fun films that we are excited to talk about this week. We're going to talk about the original 1933's King Kong we're going to talk about I Origins, a little film from Mike Cahill, and we're going to be talking about Lost in Translation, all three films we have never seen before but kind of always wanted to, and they're voted on by you guys, so make sure you vote in our Instagram polls every other weekend. So the episode's going to come out this weekend, that's uh, almost Valentine's Day weekend, so February 13th, this Saturday, that is when the episode will drop. Awesome. Well, thank you, Spencer and Nate. Hi. Joining us for joining me on Mainstream Boys this week. Uh, it's better not to go it alone. I appreciate all those movie leads being here. But thanks for listening to Mainstream Boys. Check us out every Monday. And follow us on Instagram at those movie dudes. If you haven't already, please get us to a thousand followers in the next couple months. That'd be dope. Uh, but yeah, toodles for me. Bye. And toodles for me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Monday, and you can stay up to date with everything Those Movie Dudes by following us on Instagram.